This is Kingpins, a podcast original. I'm Alastair. And I'm Kate. Every day in May, we're featuring a quote by an iconic crime figure, teaching us in their own words what it takes to survive in the underworld. Today's quote is from 1920s and 30s underworld boss Stephanie St. Clair. During that time, she was engaged in a fierce rivalry with Arthur Simon Flegenheimer, more commonly known as mobster Dutch Schultz. Eventually, St. Clair came out on top. As Schultz lay dying, she sent him this final message. As ye sow, so shall ye reap. The seeds Stephanie St. Clair sowed allowed her to become one of the most powerful women in New York City. According to her biographer, Shirley Stewart, St. Clair immigrated to New York from Guadeloupe in 1911 at only 13 years old. But despite her young age and the unfamiliar surroundings, she hit the ground running. Over the next 12 years, some reports suggest St. Clair was already establishing herself in New York's underworld, specifically in Harlem. It wasn't long before she was the leader of a local gang called the 40 Thieves. By 1923, she had saved up $10,000, around $150,000 in today's money. But rather than sitting on this nest egg, 26-year-old St. Clair used it to grow her empire to even greater heights. She established a numbers racket, a sort of underground lottery. For black families struggling to make a living, betting just a few cents on the numbers could lead to a jackpot worth hundreds of dollars. And for Stephanie St. Clair, all those pennies accumulated into a vast fortune. But rather than use her money solely for personal gain, St. Clair funneled it back into her community. She supported local businesses, provided loans, and did what she could to help Harlem flourish. Thanks to her investments, Harlem's black families didn't have to rely on the numbers for cash. This success didn't go unnoticed. Jewish mob boss Dutch Schultz was on the lookout for a new racket, and Stephanie St. Clair's operation was the perfect target. Schultz had deep pockets and used that money to buy off New York's police officers and politicians. Beginning in the fall of 1928, they started cracking down on Stephanie St. Clair's business. St. Clair had allies of her own, but she couldn't match Schultz's firepower. By the mid-1930s, he had taken over most of her empire, but she refused to give up. And eventually, Schultz made a mistake. Stephanie St. Clair wasn't Dutch Schultz's only enemy. There were some people he just couldn't buy, including District Attorney Thomas Dewey. Schultz didn't take kindly to Dewey's crusade against organized crime, so he decided to take out the meddlesome DA. However, there were even bigger fish in the mob than Dutch Schultz, namely Charles Lucky Luciano, the self-proclaimed head of New York's five families. He thought that killing Dewey would cause too many problems and refused to authorize the hit. Schultz decided to go ahead with it anyway. But when Luciano got word that his underling was disobeying him, he sent his own men after him. On October 23, 1935, they cornered Schultz and shot him in the gut. Although he was mortally wounded, 
Schultz managed to hang on for another day. Just long enough for Stephanie St. Clair to get the last laugh. As he lay dying, she sent him a telegram from the Bible verse Galatians 6-7. As ye sow, so shall ye reap. Dutch Schultz may have taken over St. Clair's business, but in the end, she emerged victorious. After a brief jail stint in the 1940s for shooting her husband, she lived the rest of her life in crimeless anonymity. She passed away on December 11, 1969, at 71 years old. As the saying goes, living well is the best revenge. Thanks for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with another quote. You can find more episodes of Kingpins for free on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. 